rewatch those videos of my face, I'd forgotten I'd scorched my forehead with a sausage roll. Yesterday I made it up into the attic. You see, no sound can come out from that space. I climbed into the pile of plastic packaging I'd thrown up there and rolled and rolled a crescendo of crinkling. I found him sitting in the dark, as though a jobbing apparition, Bartholomew Plug. Born of the accumulated swelter of the space, his hum as light as a vapour moving up and into the air, escaping through vellum walls. Standing in the middle of the papier-mâché mountain range, touching the burn below my hairline, I put the sausage roll on the edge of the Daily Mail cliff and let it fall. shouted, walk, Bartholomew, plug, walk, look over your left shoulder and cross your eyes. He sighed, and with the posture of a towel slaughtered by a seamstress to make the Prime Minister's nighttime nappy, turned and retreated, stumbling out of sight. Breathe, Bartholomew, breathe. Yeah. 
We kept our books under our pillows in my family. It was something my mother had done as a kid, and so we did too. Perhaps she thought it was normal. This was fine when we were reading the likes of Paddy Pink Hat and Randy Red Shoes, books so thin you almost couldn't tell they were there. But when my reading habits started to develop, my neck stiffening as steadily as my appetite grew for thicker books, I found that I couldn't sleep without the feeling of something solid beneath my pillow. A warm ensconce doesn't work for me the way it works for others. In fact, the comfort of soft sheets and a plump pillow acts more like a caffeine rush from my imagination, which starts racing, eager to involve itself in other worlds, and doesn't stop until I lay the book to rest under my head. I never thought to sleep on a book that I was not reading at the time, or perhaps I never dared. One of the golden rules, if not the golden rule, was one book at a time. I certainly thank my mother for this regimen. The other one, well, I guess it's made me who I am, in some small way. I have a lot of friends who try to read in bed, but who instantly fall asleep. Or it takes them a page or two and then they're out. And you won't believe how many bedside tables I have encountered holding books, usually large, ambitious novels with unmoving markers that stick out like tombstones inscribed, Here lies my ambition, page 39. I guess that says something about me too, that I keep falling for the same type, ones who have the words but not the world. That's not to say I don't understand. Recumbents quite naturally musters the associations of sleep, and aided by the lapping wavelets of text, the mind steadies itself and is soothed into a rhythmic dispatch. But to me, this is like sitting down to a Sunday roast, and after only a morsel of cabbage and a limp carrot, you're done, leaving the glistening roast potatoes and succulent chicken thigh to drown in a sorrowful pool of gravy. I should politely make your excuses and leave the table. Not even a thought of a poor pudding. Somebody 
You have always hated, despised. Please be sure to treat it with the utmost care. It is extremely volatile and must be kept under continue restless surveillance forever. Yours B plug BCC on